Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. For today, we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from December the 31st, 1988. New year, new me. Maybe not, as we uh, are in 1988. I made a mistake last week. I said we were rolling over the calendar, but I forgot we had one more episode in uh, 88. Anyway, sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. We're quarantined down still, but... We're making it. We're alive and we're well. Doc, how are you? Well, this will come out um, after Mother's Day, so I just hope everybody got their uh, gold-dipped roses sent off to their moms. Isn't that so fucking cheesy? (laughs) Who the fuck would give that to their mom or their girlfriend on fucking Valentine's Day? That's just (laughs) fucking white trash. Well, they're, they're... Advertising on wrestling podcast, Harper. Yeah, God. Not this one. Not, not this, if, well, true, but they're not down at the symphony trying to sell these things. No. Now, now, it's not Valentine's Day. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, but it, it's the same. You know, it's the same format. It's the same gift. It's the same gimmick. Yeah, right. It's the same gimmick. It's like a no holds barred match or or. Or a fucking, you know, uh, the the people like it anyway. The, the people like it when they think we're talking kayfabe. Ugh, <laughs> that's the kind of shit you would buy like from the guy like off the side of the fucking road, bro. Or at a kiosk in a mall. Yeah, fucking gold tip fucking roses. Ugh. <laughs> Keep going, Harper. Tell us how you really feel. I'm just saying, like. What mom will go? Oh, this is this this is great, man. Thanks for buying. It's not if you're a fucking kid, yeah, because you. But but a fucking grown ass man, fucking buying that shit for his mama. <laughs> the fuck. We have. There's someone who listens to this show. I, we've talked about this before because there's somebody who listens to the show, and I, I don't want to say his name because I don't I don't want to. I just don't want to say his name without uh without him saying it's cool. But he had told me that. He bought one to see what what the what the gimmick was with it. He was like, "Bruh, never again." He's like, "It was a waste, complete waste." I bet it is a fucking waste. Anyway, mm. you won't hear that here. That's why we're not saying the company name. So, uh, Harper, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, me too. A little tired of being inside, but it is what it is. Remember that movie, Better Off Dead. 
Been a while. Yeah, I watched that uh, last night. You're staying up pretty late, I see, these days. Bro, I can't fucking go to bed like a normal person anymore. Because you don't have to get up in the morning. There is no reason to get up and do anything. <laughs> there is no reason to, like, there, there's no objective. You just wake up and it's like, all right, let's turn the TV on. Okay, here we go. There's no good because you can't go to work. You go, oh, well, I can't go to the gym. You, you can't do anything. Hopper, can you imagine there are actually able bodied people who live like that? Fuck that. Yeah, like for on purpose. Real? Like, for yeah, real? They, they like choreographed it that fucking way. Fuck <laughs> that, bro. Ugh. That's some no fucking ambition motherfuckers, bro. Hell, even T Rex had a, even T Rex had a job. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta, every, you gotta take things into perspective here. I mean, we make fun of certain people, and hell, we make fun of ourselves. And but anyway, with the T Rex, we we used to like to joke about him. Um, I had a new Patreon member. I can't remember who it was. Was was telling me he was loving the the T Rex stories. Unfortunately, we we. The T-Rex is gone, so we don't have any more stories uh, to, to, to tell these days. But uh, even the T-Rex, like Doc said, I mean, he might, ex like, you know, totally deplete his paid time off and sick time. But uh, um, at the end of the day, he still was able to hold down that job, and he came in every morning at 7 a.m. So there's yeah. that. But life yeah. goes on, I guess. Um, Doc, you, you, anything else you want to get in before I uh, get into some shout-outs and some plugs? Well, you and I were having a spirited debate today at work about um, you're of the opinion that the NFL will not play football this year. And I told you that they will. And I'm more certain that they will play than any other sport. I, I think they're going to play. I, I think the TV networks are pushing it because they got to put that shit on TV to make money. bro. They ain't worrying about having people in there. That's not how they make their money. That make the money with the shit being on fucking television. He's got he's got a point. There's revenue in the in the stadium, right. but, but but the problem that, that, is yeah. there goes home field advantage. Yeah, no, Harper's got there's no crowd. Hey, y'all are good in the cold weather or, or in the dome, so it don't matter. Yeah, I mean, but it's there's no home field advantage anymore because there's no crowds. Well, teams well, like Dallas don't have to worry about that because they didn't have a home field advantage anyway. But that's fucked boom, up. Boom. Well, here's I saw here, some stats somewhere where the Cowboys were uh, number one for the winning percentage. Like in what? In, in their in lifetime, football. right? Like that? Like in a whole lifetime, they had the top ten teams that had the highest uh, a winning percentage since like day one. Because you can't really count it because they got like the fucking Cardinals, and the Cardinals oh, yeah, have, yeah. Have, have fucking been around since you know the fucking thirties, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, well that, that that you do the last 30 20 25 years that stats could change drastically. Don't pump yeah. don't don't pump his big head up over there too much. Well, but the reason they're going to start on top of what Harper said and Harper's right is the other thing is when these sports can get themselves back online, first of all they got a captive audience. Second of all, they're going to be labeled as heroes. Right. And what sport needs that more than the NFL, who's been battling 
CTE and, you know, football won't be around in 20 years because they come back. They come back. They're the first ones to get back in there and get it rocking. They are, they're back to in their prominent spotlight. Yeah. America. I don't know, bro. I believe it when I see it at this point. I believe it when I see it. That's barring any other. Now, if some kind of miracle cure happens in between now and August, uh, okay. Other than that, I just I'm 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 wondering how they're going to sequester, uh, you know, these 53 man rosters across 32 teams into locations and then tell these players, oh, you can't go see you, you can't be with your families because you know if their families have uh, members who are going to grocery stores and doing these things like that, they're at risk right. at some you're point. In, you got to have daily testing. You got to have daily testing. There's it's too many. Fa- no, you I don't. don't know, bro. Okay, nobody's in and nobody's out. Everybody's in the compound for the good of the sport. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. That fucking draft they had where they did it through Skype and all that shit, that was the highest rated draft show ever. And Roger Goodell has the personality of of a a fucking dick. (laughs) God, you said it. I was going to say a a bucket of dry paint. I mean, you said. You said something a second ago that got me thinking, though, Mike. You said miracle drug. Um, I'm getting ready to watch the Herb Abrams Dark Side of the Ring tonight. (laughs) Um, Would would miracle drug be the operative word there? Yeah, I watched that last night. Dude, that is so balls to the wall. Um, It's it's so hard. Yeah, Harper doesn't know this yet. We're going to do a live stream on Friday night and talk about it. We can talk about it with you next week, but he and I are going to do a live stream Friday night and talk about it. Okay. It would have already aired by the time the listeners hear this since we record this a week ahead of time, but that you doc, it's it's phenomenal. That guy I don't know if I realized he was as short as he is. I knew he was short, like a short He's like short, five, four. Good god. He's like Danny DeVito type. He wasn't as fat, right, Harper? You're right. Little fella. Little fella. Little fella, stay out of my face and hold the microphone up high. (laughs) He was a little fella, dude. You know, so probably more than the two of you, I'm still connected to the current product because I got a small child that this is his time to watch wrestling. Yeah. I got to tell you guys, the AEW is figured out a little bit of something better than WWE with the, the guys out there yelling during the match. That helps. I told you. He told you. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to say it's great. Don't get me wrong. I ain't going there. And there's some, and I said this on the show before, there's some stuff on there that I, I refuse to watch. I won't repeat that. But I will fast forward and watch that watch the twenty minutes that I enjoy, and and get through it in no time. Hey, so um, the I was watching that uh, Korean baseball. No the thanks. Other night. Yeah. Why, why you got to be racist, dude? It's not that. I just I've no. They didn't release the germ. Why you're making it racist? I just said I have no interest in it. It has nothing to do with them being Korean. Well, do you know what they did? No. Huh. They pulled a gimmick out of the old WWE and had crowd noise for the game. Like the Goldberg deal? They, 
They sweeten the crowd. They sweeten the crowd. Wow, they pumped in crowd noise. That's nice. Yeah. Not mm. like crazy, but just to give it that feel. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's better than nothing. Yeah, I guess. Man, <laughs> All right. 1988, it's it's gone, isn't it? 1988 is gone, and before we get into uh, the show, I need to mention a couple things. Shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice for your generous patronage each and every month. And we've lost a number of patrons, but we also have God patrons signing up. So uh, it, it's 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 basically a, a, a net zero at this point. But anyway, I want to shout out those uh, new patrons or bump up, bump up patrons. Charles Franklin bumped up his pledge. Thank you. Dustin Huffman. Uh, new Patreon, thank you for signing up. Matt Wilson, new Patreon member, thank you. Doug Roll, new Patreon member, thank you. Chris Santo, longtime listener and supporter. Chris, thanks for becoming a BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. He's been a patron, bumped up his pledge, though. If I missed you this week and you signed up within the last week, it's because we record a week in advance, and I will shout you out next time. So uh, anyway, uh, as we get into this, uh, what were you about to say about 1988, Doc? It's over. And if this show is any indication of what 89 is like, I quit. No, you didn't. Your ego won't let you quit. What do you mean? What does you that have mean? An ego. You have an ego. <laughs> hey, we're, almost done with smoke. we're almost done with Smokey. Yeah. I just, just we're to go ahead and reduce my participation. You want to um, tell the people out there, we just did... Episode 197 198, there's only 200. And, um, Man, and give I, a little, you talk give about a little we teaser. All drag, it was like all three of us were drunk in the ring trying to drag each other through the match. <laughs> <laughs> we were the blind leading the stupid leading the depressed. Harper, it was like a it was like a three three way dance, and we were all drunk, and we all forgot all the spots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was yeah. bad. And it was still was better I than the episode. Take the clothesline or give a clothesline. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> and that's a big fuck up right in the middle of the ring. Am I taking or giving? <laughs> Am I ducking this one? Yeah. Or is the next one? <laughs> is he coming with the kick next? Or did he say, oh, damn. Fuck it. Grab a hold. <laughs> ah, shit. All right. <laughs> well, Doc, any, anything else before we get into this week? <laughs> uh, I don't know how no. long this show's going to be. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, I do have a question. Um, Harper, I mean, you said you've been bored in quarantine. Yeah. You, you got any girlies that you've been, you know, sneaking out of the house? And No, I mean, not in a while. Not in a few weeks. I've been just kind of. Has New Orleans reopened? No. No. Okay. It's the same shit, yeah. Nothing's changed. Well, we've opened in Texas, man. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see what happens in like two or three months. Uh, I'm going to still be in my house? Yeah. Uh, I'm never not. leaving. I'm never yeah, fuck leaving. that, dude. And, by the way. <laughs> We're leaving. I'm scared. If I don't care who it is, I ain't ever shaking anybody else's hand again. Yeah, I'm wearing a mask forever now. We probably should have been all along. (laughs) I mean, 
what percentage of the what percentage of the population was out there just scratching their asshole through their jeans and then shaking your hand? Yeah. Ugh. It's not just that. I can't, Doc used to make fun of me because he was like, you're a germaphobe, and I'm really you not. Are. I'm not a germaphobe. Like, the thing is, I, I I go back to Harper, what Harper would always say about people. I watch people every time I go to the freaking bathroom. They will walk right past that damn sink. They didn't scratch yeah. their balls, held their cock, pissed. Lord knows what came off the splash thing in the pisser onto their hands. And they walk right past the sink and grab the door. The freaking Yankees dude, Doc, at the shoot job. The Yankees guy. But you know who's worse than the person, really, just as bad as the person who walks by the the sink, is the person who just put a splash of water on him. Yeah, I mean, just go the whole way, bro. I will tell you this. I was one of those splash people. I have relearned how to wash my hands with thoroughness when you're staring down a pandemic. But yeah, wash your hands, bro. Just wash them. Yeah, it ain't that hard. I don't have it to. I'm not going. I'm. Not, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Can we talk some Saturday night now? Uh, I think we should. Um, I think we should too. Did you hear the open? Um. Tell me what I'm supposed to hear in the opening. Do you want me We're to play done. it? We're done with 605, pal. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't... No, 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 no. They didn't... I don't think they permanently moved it back at this point. He what said sounded, 705. What it sounded like to me. No, I think they were just talking about for next week. Mm. I don't think they permanently moved it back. Because he hey, says got, next got, week the show will start at 605. We got new owner. We got new owners and their corporate types, man. We can't speak up. You know that. Well, well what I did hear, and but see, you're skipping because we're we need got we got to talk about this match first. Where oh, we're going to we talk about this match. This is a fucking Tits <laughs> McGee versus Tits McGee. <laughs> we got Misty Blue, Heidi Lee Morgan, Zula, Cat Larue, <laughs> Linda Dallas, and Mad Dog Debbie in a yeah. six woman tag match. I don't have anything. I'm throwing it to Doc first, and then Harper, y'all can just what have a at fucking it. joke. I don't yeah. have anything. I mean, let me guess. Which one's Zula? Come on, bro. What the fuck? Let's see her at three minutes and thirty-two seconds. I'm not fast forward. Y'all gonna watch this shit? <laughs> okay. Well, tell me what time? What's our time stamp here? All right. Three. Let me see. What 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 time stamp did you say, Doc? Three what? Three thirty-two. Three thirty-two. <laughs> It's skipping around on me. Wait, wait, wait. That's not me. That's not me. That's not me. Hold on. The network just stops working whenever we record. Is that what this is? There you go. Here it comes. Wow. Come on. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like somebody needs bump school. First, I I thought I was like, oh, it's fucking Sapphire. Then I was like, wait, that's not Sapphire. Harper, I need you to explain that double clothesline they delivered to this poor woman. Let's hold it her like a card table. Yeah. All right. Here comes. They're working the leg. Here comes the, the tag. They're working the you leg. Say leg. Weird. Leg. 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 Just like bite my asshole. The, the great Brian last says Florida wrong, weird and wrong, and once you hear it, you can never unhear it again. Okay. There we go. Here comes Harper. Give me some commentary on on this. Shoots off the ropes. 
Oh, boom, bitch. She That's landed. Nice. Was the her back of her head the first thing that hit the bat? I think so. Very awkward looking. And why does she have a? Tr- well, she she's got a track outfit on too in there. She's got a trash bag on. I was pretty sure that this was your first girlfriend, Mike. You know what she looks like? Remember the fat boys? Yeah. She could, bro. She could be one of the fat boys. Bro, she is a problem. Come on, Harper. That's what they used to. They used to kind of dress like that, right? With yeah. The little, yeah. With the fucking, with the like the feline uh, track suits and shit. Were they in Good Burger? No. Okay. Did they have a movie? It was the. Uh, the uh, yeah. disorderlies. Disorderly. Oh, that's it. Yeah. This woman does not know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right. It is crazy. Like, okay, well, she's black. Well, okay, what you? I mean, what you want to name her? How about Zula? Bro, that was wrong. <laughs> is that she? Whoa, whoa. Well, is wrong. she dressed like uh like she's from Africa? No, nah, she's wearing this like garbage bag uh fucking jumpsuit on. Bro. Okay, what, whatever. What traditional white boots? Yeah. This is nuts. Let me tell you something. Let, there you go, girl. girl. Yeah, she gets it. I don't know if I said this last week, but that girl right there looks like she could make you some nice, a good scrambled egg, play a scrambled eggs, and she would be smoking a cigarette while she does it. You know who she reminds me of? Fucking. Oh, who uh, is, goddamn pal pronouns. Who Who is she? What's she her name? Of, I don't fucking know. The fucking blonde. She reminds the, me of uh, Barbara, Man, Barbara Mandel in the ring. Well, she she's like Flo from fucking Alice. That's exactly right. She's there to make you some eggs and tell you to kiss her grits. Kiss my grits, Mel. And to enjoy this Virginia Slim. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Heidi Lee Morgan. Surname. No, right. no, no. She looks like not... she waits tables at a at a fucking Crackle Barrel in, in fucking Arkansas or something. Man, <laughs> no, she's at the fucking. Stork to pork. She's at the local diner. Yeah. Stick lease. Stick. So Linda D- Linda Dallas has got some big big chests. Oh yeah, she's a well a well developed woman. She's healthy up tops. Mm-hmm. And um, is it just me or is Misty Blue looking good this week? She looked good every week. That's true. Not my speed, she, fellas. She looks like she'd be there like she the guest star on the Fall Guy one week or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ever watched that, Mike? Star getting plugged. Yeah. That was a good one back in the day. Yeah, that was a good one back in the day. I used to have a truck that looked just like his truck. Me too. He saw it. I was like, who are you, Lee Majors? (laughs) 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 What's wrong with y'all? What the hell? Hey, man, that show show had the number one uh, 80s chick ever. Yeah. Heather Heather Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, she did not... Did she age well? Did we decide she aged well or not? Yeah, I'll still hit it. Okay. Speaking of still hitting it today, I heard that uh, I heard that uh, Missy was was texting about us this week. Is that right? Tweeting about us. Is that right, Mike? Who? Missy. Missy Hyatt. Yeah. No. What happened was she asked for podcast recommendations, and I got uh, I got a bunch of people who tagged me in. In responses to her saying, you need to listen to us. Well, if this is your first time, Missy, let me just tell you this. You're on later on in this episode, and the words all the way live come to mind. Mm. Will be used. All right. And you got got big fans 
from two thirds of the people that are on this show, and the black yeah. guy doesn't like you. I like her. What are you talking about, Missy? Yeah, that's not what you said at, at the uh, at the pre-show meeting. She, I mean, I don't prefer her, Missy, but not my speed, pal. And that sound like something he would say about all white women. Don't even tell that lie, Harper. All right. When's the last time you banged a white girl? Well, I've been married for quite a while, so it's been a long time ago. It's been like twenty years. Oh, uh, let's see, 2020. It was probably like 1997, maybe. Damn, boy. And she, was she a white girl that thought she was black? Hmm, not this one that I'm thinking of. No. So you got oh. you a carrot? No. She was a Shalmation Harper. Lord have oh, mercy. God, the fuck? Tell me about it. I should have ran from the get go, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good lord! Thinks, from the what does she think? Prozac is the fourth food group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough hey, did of y'all, that. Did y'all hear Jr. say that Zula dated Abdullah the Butcher? Yeah. Come God. on, that's that's, that's just, pretty fucked up. That's just feeding the stereotype. <laughs> he got through this is that terrible. Raw, he got through he got through eating that raw chicken neck, and then he went in for some more raw chicken neck. You know what I mean? <laughs> So for the record, yes, Misty Blue, Heidi Lee Morgan, Zula defeat Cat LaRue, Linda Dallas, and Mad Dog Debbie. And uh, that was that match. And then like Doc was saying a second ago, Tony and JR tell us the second half of this oh, show this oh, week. Oh, oh, hold on. Of those six wonderful female wrestlers, how many of them would get Harperized by Harper Harper? Um, there's six. Ah. Uh, Four or five. Jesus, that's that's a high. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> on, man. That's a, that's, a, that's the quarantine talking right there. That's the blisters. That's the blisters in your palm. I like to kiss my grits, girl. Fucking uh, come on, around. You break her in two. <laughs> you would fold her. You would fold her up like Zula got folded up on that that clothesline. What the hell, Hope? I try to listen to you guys every week. I try to come back again, and you sit there and you're talking about banging four to six of these girls. I mean, what the hell, man? That's nice. Speaking of girls, in that Smoky Mountain we just watched, we saw an intergender match. Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock, dog. We did, and you're spoiling it because we got many weeks to go. So, you know, we got like four weeks to go before that airs. I've lost track of time. So anyway, uh, Tony and JR in the official opening tell us the second half of this show. They're going to take a long look at Starkey 1988. JR tells us that next week the show will start at 7.05 Eastern and go through 9.05. I thought, I, I, I don't, I really don't remember a time shift, but you know, what do you really remember at this age? Right. Doc and I were trying to sniff a, a fresh piece. So that's, that's nice. that. If it was 7.05, great. Be, if not. It didn't have to be fresh back then. Okay. Um. And and, bro, and Jr. Bro, I was, and Tony. I was fourteen years old. It didn't matter what it was. <laughs> yeah. There was there wasn't no pickiness. I guess is what you're saying. Um. He does say Tony and Jr. do say Missy is supposed to be here this week. So stay tuned. Like mm. Doc said a second ago. And um. Jr. Also tells us that next week is a best of best of week. So there you go. You love your recaps. Next week might be a quick one too for us since they're going to do a best of from like 1988 and that's that. All right. Uh, next match uh, up is Eddie Gilbert. He defeats Trent Knight with the hot shot. Doc, you got anything from this? 
they went a while, and Ooh. I have nothing to say. Yeah, they went way too long. But Trent Knight looks yeah. good. We've talked about him before. But yeah, he was he looks good. I thought just, that they should they should maybe move up him up into one of these spots in this upcoming match that we're going to talk about instead of one of the guys in the upcoming match that we're going to talk about. Well, it seems since, like they got rid of a lot of the the really shitty looking jobbers for the most part. Well, they're either borderline talents or they're real shitty. They, yeah. You're either Keith Steinborn or you're Trent Knight, Bob Emery, and Curtis Thompson. They, Hopper's right. We've seen some bad ones like over the last year, but man, there was times in 85 and 86 where you were like, these people have never been trained. Yeah. They're getting trained right now by Ron Garvin. Right. God. <laughs> I miss seeing him stretch people and just abuse people. Okay. Uh, You were talking about the next match, Doc. It is JYD. He's going to defeat this guy, Todd Collins. You sound like you had some comments about this. No, not this match. I I kind of got, I don't have any, I don't have anything from this match. Okay. Uh, Except he's a, a, he's a, in a, I, a, uh, all American. Who is? JYD. Hmm. I just think he got fatter since last week. <laughs> That's nice. What? I, I had some racist <laughs> idiot send me Wait, a freaking tweet oh, send, that send said, you. "Tell your boy to get off the lay off the bucket of fried chicken." Come on, who? Uh, like, JYD? Yeah. Hey, Uh-oh. hey, hey! White people like fried chicken too, pal. Yeah, I never I understood like fried chicken. Especially if you're from New Orleans, you, you've been feasting on Popeyes since you were sucking on a bottle. I mean, yeah. they were feeding us Popeyes at two years old down there. Anyway. I never understood the watermelon thing either. Well, well, there's a reason for the watermelon thing. Why is that? Spitting the seeds? No, because it happened was back in the day when like a Coke was a nickel. If you were poor, you couldn't get the Coke for a nickel. But so... They had like watermelon for like two cents, so the poor little black kid couldn't get a coke, so he had to get a piece of watermelon, and that was like his his coke. And, and here's where that and here's where, sweet. Here's, it's, here's where we mess everything up. The watermelon's actually good for you, and the coke will kill you. Yeah, but but I mean, the thing is, the white trash are fucking poor white trash are eating the same fucking shit too. Hey, look, I, I've told my wife this, and this applies here too. There ain't a whole lot of difference between hip hop and modern country music. Yeah, modern country music is fucking. It's both trash. It's both Ugh. trashy, trashy people doing trashy things. But the country is fucking wannabe, trashy people. Mm, depends on where. Depends on some of it. Yeah. But I got you. I got you. Yeah, so maybe uh, Mike, while you're walking us through this show, if you had any re- anything about watermelons, that would be uh, something you could work on, you know, in wrestling. Uh, okay. <sighs> Ironically, I have a promo that we we're gonna use for a patron episode regarding something about that, but I, we'll maybe just we'll just it do it that. tonight on the free show. Why, why does everything have to go to patrons? I don't think that's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You say so. These are uh, tough. Th- th- these are tough times, man. Let's give something 
to all the working people. Yeah. Sure. Regardless of color and regardless of patron status. Now, I will tell you this. for the This is the same there, guy who what? talks about how we've given away too much content over the years doing two free shows a week. Well, we're smoking about in this. No, 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 no. Don't change your tune now. That's coming to an end. And these are different times. We're trying to be here for people. And we are going to do, um, just so everybody knows, uh, we're going to, we're going to, are going to, um, in the next couple of weeks, work out a uh, top five, patron episode for the top five candies. And, you know, that'll lead into some live streaming and uh, some more Q&A with the patrons. So, um, Are you going to get drunk then, for it like last time? Uh, I'm getting drunk now, so why wouldn't I get drunk for that? All right. Well, there you, there's that. Man, I've been... <laughs> I'm going to die during this pandemic just from cirrhosis. That's nice, Doc. I died during the great pandemic of 2020 of cirrhosis. That's great. Getting God, he's still out there, still. man. He was, he's got to be blown up from all that walking around. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> JYD just defeated Todd Collins. <laughs> so I hope beat up his fucking tights were where the, yes. the letters were, were fucking barely staying on there. Yeah, they were pretty worn out. Yeah, they were they were they were pretty beat to hell. All right. Well, I tell you what, let's go to Eddie Gilbert here. He's got something to say as we finally get to a promo on this week's episode. It's Tony, and I tell you something, fans. I mentioned earlier in the program. I'm sure that my man, hot stuff Eddie Gilbert's got a big party to go to tonight here at New Year's Eve. Not not too long. We did encourage the fans about watching their drinking and driving. That mix. You're exactly right, Jim. I've already got a designated driver for me and the whole busload of guys. Junkyard dog, the Fantastics, Texas Broncos. We're all going out just a little bit for New Year's Eve. Last week we didn't have such a festive time here because it looked like you were taking Barry Windham right to the limit, and J.J. Dillon got involved in that situation. Do you think, looking back at the tape, that they were overconfident? And I, if, if I did, and I couldn't believe it. Yo, Jim, I'll be the first one to tell everybody watching. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert will be the very first to tell Barry Windham, to tell J.J. Dillon, and tell the ultimate himself, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair. There's a time to come out here and laugh and strut and woo the young ladies. Then there's a time, gentlemen, when you got to get down and dirty and nasty. You know, for a long time, Ric Flair, for a long time, James J. Dillon, and of course you, United States Heavyweight Champion Barry Windham, I had the utmost respect. Well, last week, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert came here to challenge the U.S. Heavyweight Champion. And I will tell you, Jim Ross, he did come out here overconfident. He did come out here too cocky. He did go out the night before with some young ladies. But he found out, just like a lot of other men having to face me, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert is not a joke to be played with. I am here. I want a rematch for the belt. Five years ago, I wouldn't have come out here and even asked to wrestle Barry Windham or Ric Flair or to even meet James J. Dillon. But today, gentlemen, I want you to know I'm ready. And the next time, I might be the United States Heavyweight Champion, Joe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got more action. Young Curtis Thompson in the ring. Let's go there now. Boy, Eddie Gilbert definitely going out tonight and going to partake in some partying. Doc, any thoughts on his promo? See if he can make me make his heart explode. Stop. Come on. What? Why? It's New Year's Eve in the 80s. The... Everybody was doing cocaine, right? 
The man is deceased, Doc. Can you show him some respect? Why? This is why we can't have nice things. Bro, you were telling me today about all the the endorsements you're turning down. What? I don't know what he's talking about. You look, here's what happened, Harper. I said, I said, well, are you sending Harper any of this money that we're making since you know it's pandemic time? And he said, No, nah, man. I could, you know, we could make a lot more money if I just took ads, but I don't want to because I get subsidized. He's like Paul Heyman getting paid from the WWE. He's getting paid from Arcadia and Vanguard. And so he doesn't give a shit about us. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> He's making shit up. Whatever. It's so good. This is so good. Ah, uh, you know the best part about that. Somebody is going to take. I I love when you do that. You know why? Because somebody will work themselves into a shoot and think you're telling the truth. <laughs> when have I told a lie? I'm like Arn Anderson over here. Yeah. You admitted to working a gimmick for three years on this show, which, by the way, so there's your lie right there because you worked a gimmick. That was a lie. Yeah. But that was okay? me working a gimmick. This is me it's telling It's still a the fucking truth. lie. <laughs> Whether you're working or not, that's the art of working. You're actually lying. You're putting on a show. What? I'm confused. When you put on a show and you're working, you're not who you are. Therefore, you are lying. Oh. I'm incapable of lying, but he did it for three and a half years on his damn show. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, so, so it, here's my thought about Eddie Gilbert. I love Eddie Gilbert as a performer, but he's he's. I put him in the same category as I put Buddy Landale. I need them to be heels. Because they're they're passable baby faces, but they're really good heels, and so that's kind of like you know, I don't know. We're gonna run the y'all gonna run the 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 wishbone this year with Drew Brees at forty one years old. Could he do it? Well, maybe, but is it the is it really the best thing to do? Probably not. Yeah, I mean Gil Gilbert's uh, good in babyface spurts, but uh, he's a He's a he's that, a heel. That, that fucking shitty whiny mm -hmm. heel. He's just so good at it. Just like Landale is just good at being preposterous. Yeah, he really is. Uh, Harper, do you have any thoughts on Eddie right there? Uh, I like this Hank Williams Jr. jacket. Man, Harper was thinking where he could get one of those. Yeah, going on eBay after the show. <laughs> Can you see him walking uh, up to some broad in her mask in a couple of weeks and being like, Hey, baby. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. All my Roddy friends are coming over tonight. How about you? <laughs> That's a nice hopper. All my Rowdy friends are going to shoot a rope across your mask. Come, come, on. come on. You see? What the <laughs> hell? That's your baby face, guys. Right well, there. Well, you don't want some, you don't want some strange chick that you picked up heaving in Breathing heavy up into your face. Do y'all see that meme? <laughs> yeah. To you? <laughs> the memes, I got to tell you, you would think that in the face of a pandemic, the memes would have gotten a little classier between all of us, but they really haven't. Yeah. They've gotten worse. People have more time on their hands. That's funny. It's uh, Elmo, the, uh, the Sesame Street character. <laughs> He's holding. 
It says holding her halo for her while he, while she deep throats the whole thing. And That's fucked up. <laughs> Especially since the guy who did Elmo was a what? Was it he some sort of um, a sexual predator or something? Wasn't he? I think so. Really? I think yeah. I think so. I think that's the... Yeah. Even hmm. Elmo's a fucking perv. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, screw yeah. him. Because don't you remember all the Tickle Me Elmo jokes when that shit came out? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't... I didn't know that. Well, you know, it, it would be your... It would come from your playbook to use... Uh, pedophilia as a joke. Okay, first off, the meme was online somewhere. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't create it. It ain't oh, my playbook. Look at him backpedaling now. Yeah. Fucking Deion Sanders. You didn't create it, but you shared it. Right. I didn't. I didn't know he was a there pedo. A, there's a digital record of your problems. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Clean. All right. Uh, Curtis Thompson versus Bob Emery. Thompson defeats Bob Emery with a body slam or power slam. And then Thompson is excited to get his first win on TBS. Was my note, Doc, anything? This is where I thought Trent Knight should be instead of Bob Emery. Hmm. But if we're going to push Curtis Thomas, did you hear Shivani? Keep going. During this match, he said, you know, these guys are out there on the road too, and you know they're not staying at the Marriott. They're cramming into a motel room, and I was just waiting for him to keep going, like they're passing around rats, like it's a fucking joint. <laughs> he didn't go there. He was trying to. He was trying to give us a hint, though. I, so, I, go ahead. Curtis Thompson is built weird. Like he looks puffy. He's, like he's, he's built. fucking huge. He's huge, but he's puffy. I think he's a damn good shape, personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's almost as, as big as me. Dude, you're not even close to that, but okay. But, you know, if we're going to make some new stars, I'm okay with this. But if we're just going to have Firebreaker Chip, I, I'm going to be a little concerned. Well, I hate to break the news <laughs> so you can spoil it. Well, shit. Let's now go to the next match because we're moving right along in this thing. Uh, Not a lot of promos this week. We got the Commandos. Boogie, nothing about you, says Commandos. They defeat Max Miles and Max MacGyver. And (sighs) Hopper probably hit fast forward on this. Or did you? Yeah, this looks so. It it looks so like like turd fast fucking like indie wrestling. What the fuck is he wearing? It's like a camouflage garbage bag, and they just and they made a poncho out of it. Yeah, it ties on the sides, like like they couldn't. It's like he didn't have a a shirt big enough. And a black dude just looks like he probably uh you know drives a forklift or something. And he's going to tell you how. Hey, hey, what's wrong with driving a forklift? Nothing. But Mullen Morton does it fucking seventy hours a week down at the warehouse. And he tells you how great he was in fucking high school and how he was going to play at Grambling you know, North, State. Yeah, uh, Northwestern South Central Community College, but he fucking blew out his fucking knee. He was supposed to follow Steve McNair to Alcorn State, but he yeah. he he hurt his knee. Yeah, leave, leave Candy alone. He's he he. It's it's Commando Boone. That's the 
Why you gotta pick on the white guy? Because he's a doofus. Look at him. Uh, there you go. Yeah, God, look at this fucking poor bastard. This is Mud Show. <laughs> this is Mud Show, bro. This is not the Saturday night you remember, right, Hopper? Man, we no. went straight out of Curtis Thompson into this. Yeah, I mean, look this at this might, fucker. This might be the worst back-to-back -back matches we've ever seen on this. And it goes a while, too. I think they got to be the worst team ever, huh? On here. When it comes to, like, you know, mainstream guys, like names. Man, I don't know. The Russian assassins are pretty bad, too. Yeah, but at least they're wearing gear. That's true. Yeah, this does kind of shoot a hole in Corny's hole. Well, back in my day, we didn't just go out there in a t-shirt and sweats. Uh, the Russian assassins are... The, I, it's dumb, but I don't blame the two guys. Yeah, like the two guys that are. It, it's it's dumb, but you got to remember they brought them in because of what happened with the powers of pain, and it basically was just like the Ugh. the tire had a flat in it, and they put a patch on it and didn't get a new tire. They just kind of tried to seal it up, and it just was dumb. I, I these they brought them in after the sheep herders left, and it's just. Uh, yeah, nothing about them says commandos. No, <laughs> like Harper said, I don't. Right. I, don't I don't know. know they, I don't think, I don't think they think... go. I don't. I don't think we get them in '89. I might be wrong, but they're not no, wrong I, for this promotion. No, they're not. But my whole point is, commandos in '86 might have looked like Rambo. But look, have you seen people today, man? That might be what our commandos look like now. That's nice. Shut up. He's just what? being dumb. He's just being dumb. All right. This this was a this was a terrible back to back set of matches. Well, I don't, we go I'm not a huge fan of Babyface Eddie Gilbert or the Junkyard Dog, but at least they got star powers. You got to remember too. This is they they're just kind of piecemealing it together because it's after coming Starcade. on fucking Starcade. Well, they didn't. I mean. This ain't live. This was taped before Starcade. It was? I believe so. I thought it was New Year's Night. Uh, yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Cool. I mean, Whatever you say. why would Eddie Gilbert stand out there and tell people not to drink and drive on a Saturday morning? Because you could do that back then. What did the people in the crowd say? What's he talking about? Nothing. They knew. They were smart to it. They understood. Oh, they just didn't care. Yeah. Just, so like, everything was airtight. So you're saying everything was airtight. Everything was airtight. Everything was airtight, brother, including the fans. They didn't pop and spoil things. That's funny you though. Know, what's you never... the uh, the pure definition of a commando? Oh, is here we go. A military <laughs> unit trained and organized as shock troops, especially for hit and run raids into <laughs> enemy territory. Well, there Bo is nothing about them that Boogie. says... Boogie, no. nothing about you says, says hit and, and run. run. <laughs> I mean, if it had said sit and eat, maybe. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. Where's our commandos? Well, well they sat down, They got winded, and they're sitting down eating ho-hos. Yeah. They're the Golden Corral. Leave <laughs> them alone. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. You want to talk about things that aren't going to survive a pandemic? Uh, the buffet, as we know it, is a no more. Bruh, 
the, it's gonna last because the people that eat there don't give a fuck. He's got a point. They have well. no standards when it comes to, you know, <laughs> hygiene and, you know, has its food been sitting out since fucking yesterday? Who gives a fuck? It's hot and it tastes good. <laughs> He's well. got a point. They don't care, bro. They don't give a fuck. Uh, What's the last time you ate at a buffet? Me? Yeah. Uh, I don't uh see. Two, three years, maybe? It was one of them Chinese ones. Yeah. Mm. I mean, fucking Mike's people go to the buffet fucking every Sunday. Oh, co- uh, ch- come on, Hopper. After church, <laughs> go ahead and say it. They they go to Golden Corral, right? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm glad you you racist bastard. <laughs> they run out. See? They run out to the restaurant between church services. Man, ain't no, ain't no joke, man. We, I remember we were visiting my uh, my wife's my mother in law side of the family in uh, Colorado a few years back, and so we go to church on Sunday, and everybody wants to go to Golden Corral after, uh. and I'm like. Oh, I do not feel like going there to eat. Man, I rolled up in there. I sure did go because I didn't want to be a, an asshole. Sat there and ate rolls and nothing else. <laughs> I just, you didn't I don't think the, the fucking chocolate pudding thing that's, it's like the fountain. Bruh, do you know how filthy and dirty that thing is? Those people don't care, bruh. I know. They don't <laughs> care. It's some little fucking six-year-old kid with a fucking Star Wars shirt that he's been wearing for two days stuck his fucking hands in it. That's why we should have all been wearing masks all along. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, all right, let's keep moving. The Texas Broncos, Dustin Rhodes and Kendall Windham, defeat Randy Hogan and Mike Justice. I'm not sure how much longer Kendall's going to be tagging with Dustin, only because uh, he basically just shows up in, like, 89 as a heel with his brother. And that's that. Uh, so I don't have any other thoughts there. Doc, anything from that? Yeah, so is it just me or did Kendall, like, grow his hair out in like two weeks that's what it looks like huh did he have it in a ponytail is that maybe what it was no it, he oh, had okay. an Ian's earring going on well, that's maybe he true did it looks like he could be in fucking Warren or something wow uh yeah I actually know who that band is yeah that, that's where the down boys go where the down yeah. boys go go Christ. Come on. Where the down boys go. Whoa. I want to go where the down boys go. Yeah. Right. Steven Jaworski probably loves them. God, he's cranking off to your voice <laughs> singing that right now. That's Shit. the Chris Fapita, Steven Jaworski crank off moment of the week. Doc, any other, other thoughts on this match? Well, yeah, hold on. Let me get over my notes. I was popping pandas. Dude, so somewhere in here, Kendall throws a nice left-handed lariat. I didn't have a timestamp because after last week, I'm done with that shit. <laughs> uh, it's working this week. Fine. Oh, uh, well, I don't have any. Uh, oh, okay. So, 
So I was watching this match on the big TV. I usually watch this shit on the phone. But I was watching on the big TV and Latrell is looking at it like, this sucks. But he sees Randy Hogan on the apron. He goes, <laughs> is that Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then like, no shit. Like two minutes later, Mrs. Doc walks through and goes, and and he goes, Mom, there's Hulk Hogan on the outside of the ring. And she looked at it and she goes, Oh, okay. And kept walking. Dude, it's pathetic how they got him shaved and That shit's like the Huckster before the Huckster. It yeah. definitely is. It's it's it, I, it pops me every time. Anything else, Doc? Not really. I'm bored as shit. I well, I I tell you what, um, there's somebody who's about to walk in for a promo right here, and I got a feeling this will wake not only us up, but the uh, the rest of the BTT army out there. So let's go to this right now. Hi, and I'm Missy Hyatt, and ladies and gentlemen, this is Sir Oliver Humperdinck, and you know what? Tomorrow night in the Omni starts the Manager's Bunkhouse Battle Royals, and I just want to know, hey, what are the rules? Well, really, there are no rules. The rules are that there are no rules. Starting tomorrow night at the Omni right here in Atlanta and going all through the month of January, it's going to be the manager's bunkhouse battle royals, and that means dress as you want to dress, come with what you want in your pockets, and get it on inside the ring. There's two ways to be eliminated. Everybody knows that, either by being pinned in the middle of the ring or being thrown right over that top rope. And it's a very dangerous match indeed. Can you imagine? There's some women out there that want to enter this. Hey, yeah, I know, but let me tell you, I've seen some women that are in wrestling, and I think a few of them could take care of you. Well, I don't know about that. Maybe they could. There's a few out here tonight that might be able to. But, you know, after it's all said and done, I think my chances are pretty good. And after I win a few of those uh, big manager battle royals, get yeah. that 10 grand top prize, uh -huh. I know you're a lady of very expensive taste. Maybe you and I could... Uh, hey, 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 forget it, bub. Man, Humperdinck is pitching woo on a job. He's trying to get some stank on his hang low, man. Whoa. What's up with that? He needs to leave Missy alone. Why? Well, I was just saying, I mean, you know, maybe Harper wants him some Missy. We I all love do. some Missy. I Jesus. know, huh? I mean, she's a walking, talking reason to live, bro. Right? I mean, look at that. It's all the way live right there. All yeah. the way live. Holy moly. Here's the thing. Run that back to, to those two standing there. Okay. I'm going to do a little math here. You're going to do a little math? Oh, oh go uh -huh. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. So I've got... You say something about her appearance, Harper. She's hot. Keep talking. I mean, I mean, you can't really see anything right here. She is Kinda. super hot. She's she's uh, drop dead gorgeous. Would you believe, if I'm doing this correctly, that he is only Sir Oliver Humperdinck is only 13 years older than Missy Hyatt? There. Yeah, I mean that seems about right. Jesus Christ, I would have thought it was 30. Yeah, because he, he looks old enough to be her dad. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. And I mean, you know, Humperdinck's all, got that sleazy old man look right there, too. Yeah, so. he does. I mean, we've that, said that a bunch of times about him. 
That shirt's awful, but imagine what he looks like with it off. Oh, no. my God. Stop, please. And they're talking about... Okay, so first of all, why would a manager bunkhouse match be worth watching? Who thought know. that was a good idea? Cornette's talked about that before on his show. It's just... Oh, man. Don't. Um, and then I was thinking, if we're doing weird stipulations... If I was going to be in a match with Missy, I think I'd want to be in a winner comes first. Match. That's nice. <laughs> you know, Missy could indeed be listening to this for the first well, time. Let me, let and me that's tell you the type of bullshit you say. <laughs> let me tell you something, Missy. You might not have given me the time of day in 1988, but you might in 2020. How's that sound? Uh, you want to explain what you mean by that? I'm looking good now. I ain't 14 oh, you look years good. old. Looks good, you got grown. money, huh? I, I'm a, yeah, I'm a full-grown man. <laughs> he's a full-grown man with a PhD. He makes a lot of money. But he's also there. married, Missy, so, you know, oh well. Now, Harper, on the other hand? Hey, Harper's, Harper, man, if we could set that up, if we could pull a Rock and Roll Express date. Harper Missy. Oh, my we'd, God. We would have patron content into infinity oh my god if we could get the opera and missy to hook up um he's single missy he don't have kids that's nice jesus christ just the thought of that is ugh <laughs> all right okay what he fell he, we we need the vaccine Oh, so this can happen? Yes. <laughs> so Harper can hook up with Missy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Missy will lower her standards and want to date a guy like me. Come on, that's Missy Hyatt. Wow. You're a, you're you're a more active participant in the wrestling business than she is these days. Well, here's the deal: you get Luke to book her for something for a while, <laughs> and then we we go to work. Yeah. We can make that happen at that point, Harper. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for real. We're going to get on that. All right. All right. Harper wins a dream date. <laughs> well, you, let's keep... You know, Harper would bring his poster that he's still got on his wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why is this poster so crunchy? <laughs> why is it crusty? I don't know, Missy, but just sign right there on your right breasts for me, please. That's nice. Oh my God! You don't need a pen; just finger painting the jizz that I have. Come on, oh, you see, Mike? <laughs> you, that ain't funny. If Missy's <laughs> listening to this, she's gonna be like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Oh, she already hung up. No, she didn't. She knows full well that she was about ten years older than us back then, and she was. She was number one in all of our fantasies. She knows. Oh that. yeah. God, Missy, yeah. we did a top five hottest women. I think we called it broads and re- no, probably women in wrestling. I think Missy was a consensus number two. I would say so. Yeah. Oh, she was. A, she, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, it's Missy. I mean. Missy was the desire of everybody at this right. time. And we're, and we're just, Missy, we're just having some fun. We're just talking about the old days. We're trying to relive our youth. Yeah. 
Imagine the, knows. The, the shit she probably had to put up with in the fucking locker room. Dude, there were so many guys waving their dongs at right. her if they could. Uh. <laughs> and those poor fucking women wrestlers. They probably had to get out. No, nah, uh. they probably got dressed at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be clear, it wasn't a hotel. We're talking a motel. Right. Yeah, like when you those like the you know, when you walk out and there's the parking lot type of deal. Exit to the outside. Yeah. Fifteen ninety nine a night. <laughs> and we're still Just... cramming it full of Curtis Thompson's and Bob Emery's. Jesus Christ. With All right. It's... Let's go to the next match. We got the Paulie and his midnight. They take on Tony Super and Bo Graham. Paulie's midnight win. Doc, you got anything from this? I don't. Just that Randy Rose apparently was getting a call from a rat during the during the match. Yeah, I saw that. And how nice of that. All right. So everyone's going to laugh. I'm going to go to the last, the third and last promo on this week's episode, yeah. which is Paul E. Uh, he's got something to say. He's out there with his Midnight Express. And after that, the last 30 minutes of this is recaps, but we'll talk about that. That's shortly. not true. Well, that's not true. You're right. You're right. The Fantastics defeat Randy Malky and Mike Jackson. All right. Let's go to Paul E. first, though. The broom, which I assume is Cleaning to... up the NWA, Tony. That's exactly what I understand what we're doing. that. And the best way to clean up the NWA is in a bunkhouse battle royal. Now, you see, we've been to Las Vegas. We've been to Albuquerque. We've been to Houston. We've been to Amarillo. We've been all over the country. But everybody's talking about New Year's <laughs> night, January 1st, 1989. Starting off 1989, a year 11 agency, right here in Atlanta at the Omni in a bunkhouse battle royal. Now, you said to me, Paulie agency, what are you going to do in the bunkhouse battle the world. I'm not going to do anything because my boys are going to TCB right here in Atlanta tomorrow night. First of all, we're looking for Rick Steiner. See, we got to clean you out, Rick Steiner, because I don't know if that's your manager or your girlfriend. Okay? Oh. The second person that we're looking for is a communist dog named Ivan Koloff. Yes, my name is Ivan Koloff. This is true. You don't impress me, brother. You want communism? Go back to Gorbachev. You understand? Oliver Humperdinck. Let me direct this at you, my man, because tomorrow night, not only is there going to be a regular battle royal bunkhouse that is there's gonna be a manager's bunkhouse battle royal now my man I don't need to get into a manager's bunkhouse battle royal but just to get my hands on Oliver Humperdinck because you see when I started managing I was your Oliver Humperdinck's protege and this is my chance to prove to you Humperdinck that you're nothing but a big fat domino eating son of a you know what as for you Jim Cornette I heard you're in retirement after what we did to you and I want to dedicate that broom to your mama because that's how she got from town to town, flying from Memphis to Louisville to Nashville to Evansville all those years. One more thing about cleaning up the NWA. I came here seven weeks ago and I told you people we would take care of Jimmy, Bobby, and Stan, and by God, that's what we did. I told you people seven weeks ago that Loverboy, Dennis, and Ravishing Randy are the real Midnight Express, and by God, we proved it a couple nights ago, didn't we, Tony Giovanni, huh? Didn't we Well, prove that, that's a matter of opinion. We'll go, now, keep going. That 1989 is just around the corner, just a few hours away. I want you people to remember one very, very important thing. We didn't want to come to the NWA. They asked us to come. Ted Turner, Jim Crockett Jr. said, please, don't let Cornette look that bad. Well, he's out of wrestling, and the next team beat the Fantastics or any other that want to jump on this bandwagon. Come right along. We'll show you what living dangerously is all about. <laughs> 
Doc, your thoughts on Paulie's promo right there? Man, I watched the Paulie documentary on the network this week. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, and Latrell's favorite wrestler is Brock Lesnar. So he knows who Heyman is. And they were at the point where he was, they were doing the angle with the corny and the midnights. I go, that's Paul Heyman. And he goes, no, uh, I go, it is too. He goes, he looked at him kind of close. He goes, he's so small. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Paul, he got fat. Very fat. Um, I liked it. I liked what he said. There is, we didn't want to come here. They called us. Yeah, I had that same note. And so, I thought that was a really, really good um, getting themselves over. Is like we're we're more important than than what's going on here. Um, also, saying that Mama Cornette rides a broom is is funny so come on leave mama cornet alone paulie yeah i thought that was a great line when he said we didn't we didn't want to come here but they called us to come and um it's actually true um they they did call him uh corny was uh trying to get him in and told dusty and they did call them they uh they that's how they end up coming in harper do you have anything from it like when they uh, talk about uh rick steiner jerking off i mean come on (laughs) What's wrong with that? You can't say that. Why not? If fucking Dusty can't bleed, you can't fucking bring up jerking off. I think, you can bring up, I think you can bring up jerking off. All right. If you say so, Doc. Wow. You're so childish, Doc. Look at all this butt wiggling that Bobby Fulton. Yeah, has. there he is. He's dancing wiggling. <laughs> Just see him. He's got a butt light in his hand. Leaning up against the bar. He's that's a he's got a Bud Light lime. Oh, yeah. They didn't have that back then. Well, he invented it. <laughs> he stuck his banana in a Bud Light and it became a what? What? What Doc's talking about here is the Fantastics are up against Randy Malky and Mike Jackson. At the end of it, uh, Tommy jumps off Mike Jackson's back, who Bobby is holding, and Tommy hits the splash on Malky. Uh, Doc, you have anything from that? Um, they did say I, I, this is going to be an interesting Rolex, but uh, at one point they said that Mike Jackson has two master's degrees. Yeah, I can believe yeah. it. And I mean, he was a ra- he, he was a journeyman wrestler. Look at his finish. Okay. <laughs> He was a journeyman wrestler that has two master's degrees, and it took you 20 years just to get a bachelor's degree. Yeah. What's your point? Just that two master's degrees does not equal a doctor. Okay. Um, That's nice. Being a mark for yourself again. All right. Well, if you're not going to mark for yourself, who will? All right. What other thoughts you got? Well, um, did (laughs) During the match, they're talking about New Year's, you know, the end of 88. And Shivani says to JR, do you ever think you'd live long enough to see 1989? That's nice. JR's 36 years old. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He's not fat. I mean, it's not like he's a tub of goo right here or anything. 
Yeah, he's kind of big. He's got size. Yeah. yeah. He's 37 years old. He's not that big. Damn, Doc. I mean, you act like he's a he's a fat, large piece of crap. I mean, you act like he's, you know, 375 like the T-Rex was. No. JR is not the T-Rex. Come on. No, oh, no. All right. There you go, then. That's my point. All right. Let's go to Starcade. So, okay, here's a, here's how the rest of this episode goes. The last 30 minutes of this show, JR and Tony recap and review, and they play various segments from Starcade 1988, 1988. They, you know, Doc and I were talking about this earlier. If you look at this through 1988 eyes, you you were like, oh, well, cool. We got the last 30 minutes. We get to see some stuff from Starcade. And that, that was really cool. But in 2020, I, I, we just talked about this, so... You know, I got to say, we're not going to talk about it again uh, because you just heard us talk about it last week. Now, they do play Rick Steiner and, and Rotunda. They replay the match in its entirety. So that was kind of cool because that was really good. It was a really good match like we talked about. But again, this is a they're, they're recapping things that we talked about in great detail on the last two weeks. So uh, I don't know how it's going to help or how it's going to affect Doc's rating. It's not going to affect mine because I'm going to judge it by 88, 1988 standards when I didn't get to see Starcade live. So yeah, um, you should. That's that's my thought on it. But anyway, I mean, they they basically show a bunch of stuff from Starcade. They show Luger, they show Sting, you know, they show Dusty and Sting, the World Warriors. Um, they show Luger's losing the flair. They even show like a minute or so from the bunkhouse stampede that was going on as Starcade went off air when we were talking about it last week. That got that partially interrupted Flair's promo. So we see the midnight versus midnight, all that stuff. But all in a nutshell, um, that's the last thirty minutes of the episode. So the last fresh new thing we saw was the Fantastics against the Mal- against Malky and Jackson. Um, Doc, I'm 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 still gonna I'm gonna rate this episode based on if I would have seen this in '88. So I'm gonna give it an A because I the la- and it's oh. only based on the last 30 minutes that I was like, holy shit, I get to see Starcade stuff. So I'm gonna give it an A. Now the first hour was not all that great. We got some Missy in there though, so she's gonna get my Rolex. Um, but anyway, that's what I'm giving it. What what are you doing, Doc? F minus. F minus. <laughs> he's, he's shock value. He's just being Skip Bayless again. He's it's how he entertains himself. Well, I have to because this episode sure didn't do it. Okay. This is pretty bad, Doc. 88 eyes, um, an A. There you go. I'd have been all hype. I mean, we weren't going to see... You have a better chance of seeing an uh, extraterrestrial alien landing on your back porch than you would have seen any of Starcade. So, this was your shot. (laughs) That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> yeah, for real, huh? We so, had a, we had a there was a better possibility for for ET to drop on our front porch than, than we were to see Starcade live in 1988. So getting to see this would have been beyond phenomenal. So yep. it really is a testament to how bad the first part of the program was. That it only gets an A. Who are you give your Rolex to? Well, let's let Harper go ahead and rate the episode, yeah. dog. I mean, why you got to cut him out? He's the Harper, star here. I'm gonna give it an A just for this, 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 this treat that you would have gotten. Treat. Because I remember when uh, WWF 
when they would show something, it would just be still pictures still from the magazine. Pictures. And I it mean, would say tough. and it would say courtesy of the WWF magazine. They ain't showing you still pictures. They're showing you the fucking whole this whole match. Yeah. Damn near the best match on the card uh-huh. almost. Yeah, for real. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So Harper's mm-hmm. giving it an A, I give it an A. Uh Doc, um who, who are you giving your Rolex to? Well, it's hard because we're gonna even though we're gonna count the Starcade in the rating, I don't think we should count it for the Rolex. Yeah, I'm not. That's why I gave mine to Missy. Yeah. He's just giving her nice expensive things so that hopefully you can get in her pants. That's nice. That's how the world works, Harper. Hey, watch it, Bub. <laughs> I'm I'm a married now that, man. Now now that you don't have now that you don't have drunk tourists to you know get it on with, you're gonna yeah. have to work a little bit. I know, man. It's like it's it's like I'm that lion. And the zebras moved on to the Serengeti Plains to fucking greener pastures. I'm like just sitting around, fucking. Where are they at? Damn, and it, what, an, what an analogy! And I and I gotta like feed off a fucking stray rabbit, fucking every now and then, just to kind of keep going, just to get yourself through, right? <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I'm gonna give my Rolex to Jr. and Tony for. Their banter in the booth. Harper, who are you give yours to? I'm giving it to Missy Hyatt herself. Mm, That's yum. This date's going to be the best thing we've ever done for this show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that actually wraps up the NWA Saturday night portion of this week's episode. Now, Y'all can thank Doc for this next segment that we're going to roll into, which uh, we're doing because uh, otherwise it would be a short show. Um, I showed this to Doc off off air, and um, we were going to do a patron episode on this, but you know what? We're feeling generous, so there's that. If you oh, appreciate... I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to get yelled at for bringing this up on the air. Don't get it twisted. He's not, not happy about this. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, I will say... If you uh, are considering becoming a patron, we have a bunch of stuff like this behind the paywall on our Patreon side at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. A great way to support this show. 200 plus Patreon exclusive episodes are up there for you to enjoy. Uh, Plus, like, um, well, by the time this airs, we would have done another live stream that Hopper and I are going to do on Friday night. So uh, where we'll talk some Herb Abrams and then Doc is going to join us for another live stream in in the next week. So like the live streams that we do, uh, we've been putting them up on on our Patreon side so you can watch live with us with the rest of the patrons. So there you go. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Now, Hopper, um, please do not laugh when I click on YouTube right here. Yeah. Uh, Just hold it together. Just just keep it together. Um, I'm not going to play this whole thing because it's about eight minutes long, but there's two pieces that you need to hear. I want to brace everyone out there. This is some racist shit. <laughs> it is terrible. Um, this is Southern wrestling at its finest, though. This is the type of bull crap that, that they would just do and not even think twice about it back in the day. So I'm just giving you fair warning. Now I know we're the unprofessional wrestling podcast, but I still need to say that uh, as we're about to listen to Jimmy Hart say something ridiculous 
along with Jerry Lawler as well. So there's that. But again, stuff like this is up on our patron side. So uh, enjoy that if you become a patron at tinyurl.com. Such Patreon BTC. Now let's go to it. Hopper, do not laugh at the title of this. Please don't laugh. Please don't laugh. All right. Hold on one second. Uh, um, Give me a second. I'm trying to do something here because I want to, I want, I think I want to take a video version. No, I won't do a video version of this. There's no need to. All right. Harper, do you see the title of this here YouTube video? Jimmy Hart offers Kamala watermelons and women. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yo. Memphis wrestling August 28th, 1982, according to uh, YouTube. Uh, I'll put this YouTube link in the uh, show description when you're listening. That way you can actually watch this whole thing. It's eight minutes long. I'm going to hit play. Uh, Lance Russell is so great here. He's just a straight man, just just calling it like a sports cast. I can't imagine what this man was thinking when Jimmy Hart says what he's about to say. So here it is. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart is uh, purportedly... Well, here he comes right now. We had talked to Hart about his association with Kamala, and sure enough, here comes Jimmy with a big Ugandan giant. And here he is, Jimmy Hart. Loving and living color. What Jimmy Hart wants, Jimmy Hart gets, man. You know what? I really realized the man was mistreated. Can you imagine? This man, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, has never, ever tasted a watermelon in his life. He don't even know what a watermelon tastes like or looks like. Can you imagine priming this giant of that? Can you imagine? Kamala has never even been with a woman in the United States. He hadn't even partied with any girls or anything. And you know the parties the first family has, Russell. Can't you imagine? Kamala, a big watermelon party with Kamala and all those pretty little girls in a big party. This man will go crazy. Watermelons and women, Kamala. Well, my I'm champion. still waiting to that? find out. I'm kind of getting the gist, well, gist of it here well, as to how you got come on. Well, I'll tell you later, but let me just say something right now. What I want to talk about is to you, Dutch Mantel. Now, Dutch. I'm- All right, Hopper. I'm, I muted it. What? Um, Doc, maybe your thoughts. Maybe who's you can guy- get... Who's the guy sitting in the back? That's Dave Brown. Yeah. That's Dave Brown. Yeah, commentator. Have you did you? Is this the same thing that you tried to do to Jay Spade to get him in the heart in your stable? Yeah, I said I, I, I'll give him a pit bull and a used Dodge Charger. <laughs> that's that's not even the funniest thing he told him. Harper, what was the line you told him about his credit score? I said on commentary. his fucking his 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 uh, wrestling ability is is worse than his credit score. For those who don't know, Jay Spade is an African-American man who wrestles for Wildcat, and that's the type of stuff Harper gets away with on television in New Orleans, that Jay Spade's wrestling was worse than his credit score. By the way, um, Harper did check with Jay Spade before he made that comment. Um, Why? Why? I don't, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that. I, I just, but you know, Harper gets away with a lot of stuff so out there. All, so first of all, Mike, if you're eight, seven, six years old, and you got taken to the studio wrestling, and Kamala came out, I'd have been out of there. Yeah. Fuck see, that. See you later. I'm gone. 
how how many times do you and I have to say we said this on a show probably four years ago when we saw Kamala walking through the jungle which was Jerry Jarrett's backyard we were frightened like he was going to find us and cannibalize yeah, us and eat us he can scare so if, kids now I that, bet that not, I don't know man kids have gotten savvy really Bray Wyatt that gets, would scare your kid the new Bray Wyatt gets my son but even now he's kind of gotten over it the night I first saw Kamala was on Saturday Night Wrestling, KTVT, Channel 11, the Super Ones. And I swear to God, I looked out the window when I turned off the TV and couldn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I saw Kamala right around this time, 82 Mid-South. Um, I think he came in in October. And I, I, I was like, I have- shit. Like, he gave me nightmares for a little while. Mm. I ain't having it. So the I first mean, you thing don't I know, bro. To... you like, seven years old, eight years old, man. you like, fuck, man, this dude. Like, we didn't know that was Jerry Jarrett's backyard. We just thought he was walking through the jungle in Africa. That shit was Uganda. Bro, that was real. But Dutch looks good, huh? Yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Wait till Lawler comes out. Lawler's going to say something that's going to pop even worse. Um, okay. Lawler's going to give you some ideas for what you can do when the vaccine oh, gets made. So, Harper, I need your thoughts on Jimmy Hart <laughs> offering Kamala, I hate to say it, watermelons and watermelons women. Watermelons and women. What it would have been better piss. if he would have said watermelons and, and, and uh, white women. Oh, God. About, what about Ripple? What's that? Ripple? Don't even ask me. Don't you be that, no, Mike? No, no, I'm not. Nope. Nope. Y'all ain't. Uh, no. Mm-mm. What is nope. that? That's a drink? Yeah. You're going to make me turn on I don't Jimmy know what Hart. that is. <laughs> Ripple. I don't know either. Now, there we go. Can we get back yeah, to wrestling, right. please? Yeah, Mike uh, does what well. it is. It ain't like this is going to be classy either. Watermelons and women. Did you yeah. hear what he said, though, when he was like, we're going to have a big old, wa- baby, baby, we're going to have a watermelon party with all them pretty women. What the God. hell? He said that. What? And, and the baby, thing is, baby. no one, like, flinches. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody gave a shit. Right. Right. No one's like, no one's like, oh, my God, what do you say? I mean, no one even, I mean, fucking Lance just totally just like, yeah, okay. Bro, let me tell you something. This is, this is a true story. This hey, wait, a, wait, wait. Lance gets outraged, too, at times. Lance's like, oh, come on, guys. Settle down. So, like, Lance does the outrage thing. This one here, he just was like, oh, okay. Yep. Go ahead, Doc. 1982, maybe 1983. Um, Just to tell you how much people didn't give a shit back in the day. I play, I was, you know... Seven, eight, nine years old, somewhere in that time frame. I had a even weeknight soccer game, and I was our team's best player. I ain't saying I'm fucking Pele, but I was our team's best player. And bruh, it was the spring soccer season, and you know what that means in Texas, Mike. Here comes the storm, and mm-hmm. the fucking tornado sirens are going off. And we don't stop playing soccer. We were out there playing a game with the tornado sirens going on. People didn't give a shit about anything back then. 
I bet half the the fucking parents were sitting over there while the sirens were going off smoking. <laughs> yeah, we sounds about right. Had, you know what? You know what got us off the field it was not the sirens, and it wasn't the lightning. It was when it started raining. The parents then got inconvenienced, and we had to call the game. <laughs> so if that's what's going on. Watermelons and women about some Ugandan cannibal ain't going to phase anybody back then. Did y'all see it when uh, someone shared it? I think it was on the Facebook page with uh, uh, Lanny Poffo does that promo. Oh, about, yeah. About AIDS. Uh, it turns fruits into vegetables. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. You haven't heard How that fucking one? horrible was that? You haven't heard that one, Doc? Yes, but it's awesome. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let me... It's messed up. Hold on. So... If you said that now, they would burn the goddamn building down. You would be stoned. <laughs> yes. Later. Um, real all right. stones. You would. You, you would. Good okay. Lord, Harper. Get you some of this. Now, so who's that? I'll play that. I'll play that. <laughs> no topper. I'll play. I'll play the Lanny one in a second. But first, I need to go to to what Lawler tells Kamala, it, which I, I don't even know. Never mind. It, it, God, I don't even know how to, to shape this thing. But anyway, Lawler comes out because Kamala's getting in the ring, and listen to what Lawler has to say. Holy shit! I can't imagine him backing out of the match, but I'll deal with him later. But Jerry Lawler has agreed to take his place, so we can still have a match. Let me just say a few words here to you, Mr. Hart, you little stinking slimy wimp, and listen up! Now, you can run all over the country, and you can tell everybody that you won that belt for me, but you you couldn't beat your way out of a wet paper bag, punk. I'm the one that beat that big U-bangy. And I did it then, and I can do it any day of the week. Can you understand that? Now, I'll tell you what I'm fixing to do, Hart. I'm fixing to show you, so you just take those little dark glasses off, get those little beady eyes of yours trained on that ring, because I'm fixing to take that big black jerk, and I'm going to beat that paint off his face, and then I'm going to wet his lips, and I'm going to stick him to that wall right over there. And then, Hart, I'm going to take you, and I'm going to do the same thing to you. Do you understand that? Okay. Well, the match is getting redeemed. I guess we got a change in it. All right. Listen to Lance. He doesn't even blink. And I'm going to do the same thing to you. Do you understand that? Okay. Because I'm fixing to take that big black jerk and I'm going to beat that paint off his face and then I'm going to wet his lips and I'm going to stick him to that wall right over there. And then, Hart, I'm going to take you and I'm going to do the same thing to you. Do you understand that? Okay. Well, the match is getting oh. a game. I guess we got to... <laughs> Lance is like, well, okay. The match is getting... <laughs> Jesus... <laughs> That's terrible. They used to have a He-Man figure called called uh, Leech that uh, did that. You could wet his mouth and he would, and you could stick him to the clock to the window and shit. Wow. I still <laughs> got was, him somewhere. This was before here's the that. thing. God, he couldn't even get to the bad part today when he just called him a big black jerk. That would have been enough. Yeah, the, I, I mean, put it this way: if people are pissed off because they had a fucking Indian woman. On that fucking Land of Lakes fucking logo. 
this shit wouldn't have lasted five seconds. <laughs> they they were equal opportunity offenders though in Memphis. If you if you want to look at it through twenty twenty eyes. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm offended. I, I'm just saying in general. I'm saying if you were to go back and look, I mean, Lawler called Jimmy Valiant the F word. He sure did. Uh, like he's, I mean, twice blatantly. He's a bleep. You turning that boy into a bleep. I, I mean, he j- just a let what? it fly. You, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Uh, uh, Tracy mean. Smothers. Yeah, Tracy said it. <laughs> said it too. Like it was nothing. And I mean, this is why you can't watch things like this and judge it with 2020 eyes because it's just not the same world. It's a different world. I mean, 82, man, that's almost 40 years ago. Just think about that. Yeah, 40 um, fucking years ago, huh? Yeah, I mean, so uh, like you got to you realize how long ago it was, but it's like amazing when you watch it and you hear him say, I'm going to wet your lips and attach you to, to the, the ceiling. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to wet the, your like, lips and stick you to the window. That's insane. <laughs> like, like, did he say that? Yeah, he said it. Bro, this shit. Jerk. Um, okay, uh, Harper, what was the title of that of that uh, Poffo one? Do you remember? I, I couldn't tell you. Let's see. I think it was something like uh, Lanny Poffo and, 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 and AIDS. Whoa, he's Googling. Look at all those things that he has up on his Google. God, look at you, bro. White milfs. I thought you didn't like white. Yeah. Milfs. Any Poffo, Memphis, and AIDS fruits. And AIDS. You type fast. You should. You should be a, a receptionist. You, you realize I, I, I work on a computer for a living, Harper. No, whatever, bro. Your people don't do shit like that, right? Oh, no. What the hell is all this shit? Because I typed AIDS in it. That's why all that shit's coming up. Jesus Christ. God, look at that shit. What was that? Pussy in what? <laughs> see that? That came up? Holy shit. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Let's see. Well, it's on the Facebook page. I'll never find it there. Hold on, bro. Oh, uh, Doc, talk. Uh, in um in uh say something oh yeah yeah all right i say it it says uh uh, lenny poffo on the rock and roll express warning let's see yeah there it is all right all right here we go (laughs) sean sparks posted this in the group I have a very important point to make. It might be a simile or a metaphor, but I think you'll get the message and you can relate it to the people. Listen carefully. Popomania has something in common with a degenerative disease called AIDS. In both cases, we are turning fruits into vegetables. Now, the Rock and Roll Express because... You have chosen to seek power by riding the back of the tiger. In other words, jumping on 6033, then you must pay the price as Elvis Presley has paid the price, as Marvin Gaye has. Okay, do we hear the, the part that y'all want to hear? Did he just say Marvin Gaye's paying the price? Yeah, yes. he, he brings up like the dead the dead rock stars and shit. Yeah, I'll keep <laughs> going. Bro, because because uh, rock and roll is dead. Has paid the price as Janis Joplin has paid the price. All became extinct through their own undoing, and that is what Rock and Roll Express must endure. I am telling you as a threat, 
I throw poems of love, but in the ring right now is a declaration of war. Popomania shall bury the Rock and Roll Express. Read what it says. Rock, rock and, Roll, and Express. Roll Express is dead, boy. I... Oh, God damn. <laughs> what did he say again, Hopper? <laughs> he said, what did he eat? AIDS turns fruits into vegetables. How fucked up is that? Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Why are we doing this? We you are can't. turning fruits into vegetables. What the hell? Why? Why do we do this? Dude, you because cannot. No one else look, will. You cannot look at wrestling through 2020 eyes, man. It's insane. Isn't that horrible? We should cancel ourselves. God. Maybe we should go uh, ahead and get on out of here then. I think so. I think so. Uh, before we do so, I want to thank everybody out there who listens. Also, consider using our Amazon link. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. It's a great way to support the show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link. The show gets a little bit of kickback in return. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Thank you very much. If you're using it, give that link to the wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you got in your life. Have them use it. We would appreciate that. Also, consider becoming a patron. tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, one other thing. Check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, so check them out as well. That's all I got. I know Doc doesn't have anything else. He's ready to get out of here. Harper's probably ready to get out of here, too. Harper, hit the tagline, and let's go. Fuck it, bitch.